Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Grant Heffer, and get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion. Hey, how y'all doing today, man? Uh, Listen, I know I keep changing up on you guys before I get started, but uh, I really don't think that it's necessary to give you guys two shows on the same day, basically saying the same thing, unless I have a guest on. So, Tuesdays and Thursdays are now going to become my guest days, so that way, if I do talk about the same thing that I talked about on RTF Sports Live, um, you know, uh, it'll be more of a debate with somebody else. You know, there'll be another opinion, um, you know, uh, thrown out there, and then, you know, we'll go back and forth on that. Uh, so Tuesdays and Thursdays now are going to become the special guest uh, days, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We don't hear like normal. Uh, on Wednesday, uh, since it's football season, uh, we're going to start previewing the Thursday night college football game and the Thursday night NFL game. We do have an NFL game coming up this week uh, against the Falcons and the Eagles uh, on Thursday night. Yes, week one of the NFL season is officially upon us. Uh, football altogether is in full swing. High school football, college football, NFL football, all kind of football. Um Another thing, uh, make sure you guys uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Grand Hefe, G-R-A-N-X-J-E-F-E, uh, and also on YouTube at G-R-A-N-X-J-E-F-E. I'm going to start uh, posting up the shows up on YouTube uh, so you guys can uh, like, comment, subscribe, and share that on, on YouTube. That's Grand Hefe all over across the board. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it. I know you guys didn't get to hear uh, what I had to say on this show as far as the games o- over the past weekend. Uh, but I was on RTS Sports Live. We will be back on RTS Sports Live tomorrow night. I mean, tomorrow morning, 7.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9.45 uh, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're going to be previewing... Uh, the college, the bigger games from college football. We also going to preview week one uh, in the um, NFL uh, season, and we're going to pick the Thursday night game uh, tomorrow night. So make sure you guys um, have those notifications on and uh, be ready to hear that. Um, but uh, you know, on, on the show, I was man, listen, uh, I was so disappointed in my Seminoles. Uh, I was not impressed with that offense that Tagger was running. At all, uh, me and my brother, we was texting back and forth uh, 
throughout the game and every time I would put something on Facebook, he would he would come right behind me, you know, texting me the exact same thing that I put on Facebook. And, you know, he had texted me and he was like, listen, man, I do not like this side to side stuff. I'm tired of seeing it. And I'm like, man, listen, I just put that on Facebook. All this side to side stuff, that's not the way that Florida State runs, you know, that's not the way that Florida State recruits their athletes. We don't recruit athletes, you know, that do that sideline, sideline stuff. We we are playmakers who make the who make plays down the field. You know, I I I, I and then I just thought he tried to go to it too late. You know, uh, looked like they were only rushing three defenders, so it's not like you know they and they were still getting pressure on the quarterback. That offensive line is you know probably the worst I've ever seen. Um, it's funny because um. The, my co-host on RTL Sports Live, Michael Buckheister, uh, he he had text we me him and uh, Matthew Live, which is the other, which is our other co-host. Um, we're in a group chat, uh, and it's funny because he texts me like we should talk about um, who has the worst offensive line, Florida State or Michigan, and I'm like, you know what? It's funny because Florida State got Greg Fry, the offensive line coach at Michigan last year. So no wonder both of their the offensive lines are this bad. Um, you know, and all through the offseason, all I heard was Greg Fry was, was a good hire. You know, he's going to bring big guys in, and, you know, he this and that. And, you know, uh, and I know these are tricky, tricky guys in there, but uh, it don't seem like we got any better blocking uh, this year. Francois, honestly, to me, I think he played pretty good given the circumstances uh, and of the play calling that was given to him when we're only just throwing every pass is going behind the line of scrimmage. That's never a recipe for success. And uh, and, and it pretty much showed uh, in that game on, on uh, Monday night, um, you know, that side-to-side line crap. Uh, and then I thought, you know, what are these guys getting paid for? Walt Bell, the offensive coordinator, uh, Cam Akers bust off an 85-yard run. We get down on the five-yard line, and on third down, we, we, first off, we, we stall first and second down. We get to third down, and we try to run a, a wildcat with Cam Akers. Why? Like, why? And not to mention the run game had really been obsolete. It had been non-avoid all game long. And I just thought, why would we try that instead of keeping the ball in Francois' hands? Francois had three interceptions, but I thought he did a pretty good job. I thought most of those interceptions was because he was trying to um, make a big play because he knew that that we needed it, you know. So I thought he got a little greedy on on, on a few overshot the receiver. Um, you know, credit to to West Virginia. I mean, uh, Virginia Tech. They came out and they handled business on the road. Uh, you know, kudos to them. But you know, another thing Taggart said today, and a lot of people don't want to hear that when when your team played as bad as they played. You know, he came out today and said that he thought a lot of the Virginia Tech players were faking injuries, which, you know, I'm an athlete and, you know, uh, I, I, I played ball before and I know that's what our coach used to tell our, um, our defensive players. Listen, uh, if you hurt, just lay down on the field. We ain't giving them no time, you know, the, the run of play with you hurting. You know, so lay down on the field. Let us come get you. That give everybody a rest, and it and it that's what it kind of seemed like uh, Virginia Tech was doing. But I do I don't think that's the reason why uh, Florida State lost. I don't believe that's the reason why we lost the game. Uh, just poor execution, fumble, block, block, punt. Um, you know the interceptions. You know uh, the 
the fumble by Naquan Murray uh, earlier in in the game. You know, it, it, everything as a whole, I, I think, the missed field goal. You know, there were so many things that I can point to on that team. I mean, during that game to to say that's why we lost and not, you know, them faking the injury. So let, let's not get that idea that that's what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, you know, I... Now, in the defense, I thought the defense played very well, given the circumstances that they were under all, all night. Short field position, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, two and outs, you know, I mean, you know, two and turnover, you know. So, I thought the defense played pretty well. Uh, but, you know, when you don't score uh, a touchdown on offense, it's kind of looking the same way that it looked last year where we wasn't scoring uh, offensive touchdowns. This is this is pretty pathetic. Um uh, moving on alone, man, to, you know, the, the, the Miami LSU game, you know, uh, I, I said on RTS Sports Live, I joked about it, that, listen, uh, all the ranked games that I picked this weekend, excuse me, all the ranked games that I picked this weekend, I was, oh, I was 0-4 on ranked games, Michigan, LSU, Florida State, um, Washington, and, um, who was the other one, Washington, Michigan, yeah, Miami and, and uh, Florida State. I was 0 for 4. The only two games I got right <laughs> over the weekend was the UCF. Obviously, that was a no-brainer. And honestly, the Alabama-Louisville, that was a no-brainer. That's that's too easy. But that's week one of college football. Uh, moving uh, moving along to week two in college football, we got some pretty meaningful games. Uh, normally, week two, since, you know, uh, strength of schedule has been a really big part of uh, college football lately. A lot of these the top teams in the Power Five conferences, they normally schedule a good opponent in week one. So that way in week two, they can kind of slack off before they, you know, start getting into their conference play or they tough out of conference uh, schedule. Uh, so the, the second week, you know, a lot of these teams are, um, they're going to be playing a bunch of cupcakes. But I think Clemson, we get a really good opportunity to, to see how, how, how good Clemson is going to be um, this upcoming uh, season. Well, they got Jimbo Fisher and the uh, Texas A&M Aggies uh, visiting them. Now, I think Clemson is going to win this game. Let, let, let me be clear about that. I think Clemson win this game. Now, now I think Texas A&M can compete. From what I've seen uh, them, um, you know, in the first week, I, you know, Jimbo... They started out kind of slow, but I thought I like the running back. Uh, I like the quarterback. Uh, ultimately, though, I think I think Trevor uh, Lawrence and you know Kelly Bryant and, and the crew. That defensive line for Clemson is nasty. They have one or two first round draft picks every single year. Uh, and this year, led by Dominique Wilkins, that guy's an absolute beast. Uh, watch him to be disruptive all game long. Uh, that's that's definitely for sure. Um, I, I think this is going to be too much for. Um, I think this is going to be too much for Texas A and M. Now the one thing that um, the one thing, the one thing that uh Texas A and M do have on their side is that they're playing at home. Uh, you know, behind that twelfth man, I just still think it's going to be too much. Their odds maker on ESPN got Clemson as a twelve point uh favorite. I mm, I I couldn't agree with that more. You know, twelve. I, I I see them winning by twelve to seventeen points. Uh, this this week. Uh, 
and I think Clemson is going to be the powerhouse. Uh, as I see now, Florida State is definitely no match for him. I uh, Miami is definitely no match for him. I think Clemson is going to win the ACC again. I think Dabo Sweeney. And this is listen, man. People think I was just jumping on the Dabo uh, train and that I hated Jimbo because Jimbo was leaving. I've been saying this since 2009. 2009, uh, I was graduating high school. Uh, and, you know, I I, I kind of know this situation kind of closely. Not close, but close enough. Um, and I always said that I don't like Jimbo Fisher. You know, do I, I think he's a good recruiter. I think he can recruit, recruit his behind off. I just didn't think he was a good coach. Um... He did win one national championship at uh, Florida State back in 2013. But with that team, I mean, how could you lose? Um, you had three three receivers over 1,000 yards, uh, running backs 1,000 yards, uh, the other one with like 800 yards, the Heisman, the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, I mean, a defense that was only – that was shutting people out, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it shouldn't be that hard to win that. That's why I say he's a good recruiter. He he can get the talent there. I just don't think he's that good of a coach. Uh, but he is four and four against Dabo Sweeney, so it's not like Dabo Sweeney has has you know just walked over uh Jimbo Fisher. And I, I you know I, I I think the scoreboard is going to be a lot closer than what the game is actually going to be. I think ultimately uh Clemson uh pulled this one out um and helped the ACC out. I mean just a little bit because. Man, after week one, the ACC took a real big, a real big hit. Uh, the ACC and the Big Ten, um, North, I believe it is, with Penn State and Michigan State both struggle. Um, you know, uh, so I think I think Clemson pulled this one out. Moving on, Georgia, uh, ranked number three. They're gonna go to Columbia, South Carolina, to play the the twenty fourth ranked uh, Gamecocks. Now, listen, man, this is gonna be. Last week, uh, neither team uh, played anybody worth worth noting. But Jake Fromm was 12 of 16, uh, two touchdowns. Um, quarterback for South Carolina, um, slipping his name right now, 22 of 29, 250 yards, four TDs, no picks. Uh, but like I said, they didn't play anybody last, last week. This is definitely going to be a big test for them uh, this upcoming week. Uh, but they they do get the benefit of playing at home. Uh, I think Will Muschamp is a pretty good coach. Uh, he's gonna have that defense swarming, which he's gonna have to against Georgia. They you know they still have From and and they have Swift there. Uh, you know Swift is one you know uh, a Heisman Trophy um, you know uh, on the watch list. Uh, so and I think he's as good as back as anybody in the country. He was just overshadowed last year by Sony Michelle and um, and. Uh, Oh my God, Lord have mercy! I do this every time. Listen, I have it right in my head every time, and then, and then, boom, it 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 it, it leaves my head. But I guarantee you, I probably think about it in like five minutes. But um, yeah, he was just overshadowed last year. But they are facing a test with South Carolina. I do think this is the second best team that is in the uh, SEC uh, East. Uh, I don't think Florida did slide in there, but they played a cupcake. Um, I don't think they're going to be uh, able to sustain that down the stretch. Uh, but at least their coach is needing them to do that. Um, and I just think, you know, I, I think it's Georgia. This game right here is probably going to decide the SEC West right here. But all in all, I'm going to go Georgia. I think Georgia will will win this game. 
Um, I think, you know, um, just the experience of Fromm and Swift, I think those guys, they have a lot of guys on that team from the national championship team. So, you know, it says a lot about a team that's that's already been there and done that, although they didn't get it done, but they have that experience. They have that playoff experience. They have that big game experience, which is what you need, uh, especially in a tough conference uh a conference uh, uh matchup earlier in, in in the season and this like I say this could decide the SEC East right here uh this game uh on Saturday night so uh but I'm looking forward to Georgia to getting it done I think I think Georgia just overmatched uh I like Kirby Smart over Will Muschamp in 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 this um matchup uh no diss to Will Muschamp I just think Kirby Smart is the real deal I think Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs uh get it done in uh Columbia, uh South Carolina. Uh also uh we got number seventeen USC. They're gonna go on the road and play number ten Stanford on Saturday night at six thirty. Man now, you know USC has had a couple good runs back to greatness and then they fall off. Um you know it's like they always around, they always around and then last minute when you need them to do something, uh they don't or they lose way too early in the season. I think this is another time where that happens, where they lose early in the season. I think just going on the road, uh, playing Stanford, um, you know, I think going on the road, I think, you know, in the opponent at Stanford, the history there, another conference matchup right here, uh, a little rivalry been going on, you know, the past six or seven years or something, you know, dating all the way back to Andrew Luck uh, or when uh, Harbaugh was at Stanford. Um, you know, I just think Bryce Love is going to be too much for him. Uh, he didn't do much last week, but I didn't think he needed to, uh, their receiver, I believe it was, uh, AJ, um, what is his name? Um, Arcega Whiteside, what he had a big monster game on six catches, 226 yards, uh, and, uh, three touchdowns, uh, last week. So I think, you know, he kind of spelled Bryce Love. Bryce Love should be ready to go. For this game, I'm I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be pumped up, uh, ready to go to show off why why he is a uh, Heisman uh why he's on the Heisman watch list. Uh, I think he's going to be ready to go. I think he gets about 150 yards, uh, two touchdowns, about 20 20 about 26 carries, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, somewhere up in there, I I I think he have a monster game. I think you know that's the way that they're going to control the clock. Stanford that is. Um, and I think uh, uh, Shaw gets another win over um, over USC. Uh, I'm I'm just not a believer in USC yet. You know, uh, I'm I'm just not. You know, plus, uh, you know, I think the mergers of Stanford uh, passing game could also help as well. Uh, so they can't just load up the box. Uh, this uh, Arcega Whiteside, he, you know, he lit him up last year. Uh, late in the game for like a 42 and then and then a 46 yard to set up a field goal to help win that game last last year. So you know they're not going to be able to just load the box uh, and hope to stop Bryce Love. Of course they're going to put more in the box. Pretty sure they're going to be locked up uh, man to man. Uh, probably cover two all night, uh, daring them to throw the ball and you know not letting um, Bryce Love get off. But I but I believe he has a good game. 26 carries, 150 yards. Two touchdowns. I think Stanford win the game. Uh, probably by like, uh, I think by six points. Six points. Um, moving right along to the NFL, man. The NFL. Uh, 
weeks uh the regular season starts this upcoming week uh as i mentioned earlier we got the atlanta falcons facing the uh facing the eagles on um facing the eagles on um on uh thursday night uh the eagles will start uh nick Foles. uh um the um they're they're not choosing to start uh wentz i think they're you know they're being smart taking it uh taking it taking it easy and why would you want to rush him back right now when you know he he is the franchise uh so i, I think i kind of like the move as good as he looked it still doesn't simulate people of the other team actually trying to go out there and hurt you not you know just to, to hurt you but you know they trying to hit you as hard as they can you know it ain't no mercy it's not like going to be your team where you're wearing rent wearing the red jersey and you know can't nobody even get near you and breathe your air uh you know i think gameplay is a lot different um i think they're going to be playing a falcons team that's that's going to be hungry uh their defensive line is going to be hungry um you know, and they got a couple guys uh, led by Vic Beasley uh, on that defensive line that can get out to the quarterback. Uh, Grady Jarrett, uh, another Clemson guy, as I talked about Clemson earlier, about them putting pass rushers in the NFL. Grady Jarrett, you know, just was a terrorizer in that Super Bowl a couple years ago when they played the Falcons. I mean, when they played the um, the uh, the Patriots. Uh, I look for him and Vic Beasley to get after the quarterback all night. So I think this was a good move, not starting the foes. Um, I'm not going to pick the game uh, right here on this on this show. Uh, just stay tuned tomorrow as we pick some of the, the big games. Stay tuned also on Sunday as we pick games on RTS Sports Live. Uh, uh, we're going to come back tomorrow. Like I say, we're going to make the picks on RTS Sports RTL Sports Live tomorrow, 7.45 a.m. Uh, uh, Mountain Standard Time, 9.45 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, make sure you come around for Sunday also on RTL Sports Live so we can get some, some game picks in. Um, also, uh, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Grand Hefe. Also at YouTube at Grand X Hefe. Uh, that's with a J. Uh, so you can get the, the shows. Um, thanks. Thank you guys for all the support. I see you guys tomorrow, RTS Sports, 7.45, Mountain Standard Time. today man uh listen i know i keep changing up on you guys before i get started but uh i really don't think that it's necessary 
to give you guys two shows on the same day, basically saying the same thing unless I have a guest on. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are now going to become my guest days. So that way, if I do talk about the same thing that I talked about on RTF Sports Live, um, you know, uh, it'll be more of a debate with somebody else. You know, there'll be another opinion, um, you know, uh, thrown out there and then you know we'll go back and forth on that uh, so tuesdays and thursdays now are going to become the special guest uh days monday wednesday and friday we don't hear like normal uh on wednesday uh since it's football season uh we're going to start previewing the thursday night college football game and the thursday night nfl game we do have an nfl game coming up this week uh against the falcons and the eagles uh, on thursday night Yes, week one of the NFL season is officially upon us. Uh, football altogether is in full swing. High school football, college football, NFL football, all kind of football. Um, another thing, uh, make sure you guys uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Grand Hefe, G-R-A-N-X-J-E-F-E. Uh, and also on YouTube at G-R-A-N. X J E F E. I'm going to start uh, posting up the shows up on YouTube uh, so you guys can uh, like, comment, subscribe, and share that on, on YouTube. That's Grand Hefe all over across the board. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it. I know you guys didn't get to hear uh, what I had to say on this show as far as the games o- over the past weekend, uh, but I was on RTS Sports Live. We will be back on RTS Sports Live tomorrow night. I mean, tomorrow morning, 7.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9.45 uh, a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we're going to be previewing uh, the college, the bigger games from college football. We're also going to preview week one uh, in the um, NFL uh, season, and we're going to pick the Thursday night game uh, tomorrow night. So make sure you guys um, have those notifications on and uh, be ready to hear that. Um, but, uh, you know, on, on the show, I was – man, listen uh, – I was so disappointed in my Seminoles. Uh, I was not impressed with that offense that Tagger was running at all. Uh, me and my brother, we was texting back and forth uh, throughout the game, and every time I would put something on Facebook, he would he would come right behind me, you know, texting me the exact same thing that I put on Facebook. And, you know, he had texted me, and he was like, listen, man, I do not like this side-to-side stuff. I'm tired of seeing it. And I'm like, man, listen, I just put that on Facebook. All this side-to-side stuff, that's not the way that Florida State runs, you know. That's not the way that Florida State recruits their athletes. We don't recruit athletes, you know, that do that sideline, sideline stuff. We we are playmakers who make the who make plays down the field. You know, I I I I, I and then I just thought he tried to go to it too late, you know, uh Looked like they were only rushing three defenders, so it's not like, you know, they and they were still getting pressure on the quarterback. That offensive line is, you know, probably the worst I've ever seen. Um, it's funny because um, the my co-host on RTL Sports Live, Michael Buckheister, uh, he he had text, we me, him, and uh, Matthew Lyle, which is the other, which is our other co-host. Um, we're in a group chat, uh, and it's funny because he texts me like, we should talk about um, who has the worst offensive line, Florida State or Michigan. And I'm like, you know what? It's funny because Florida State got Greg Fry, the offensive line coach at Michigan last year. So no wonder both of their the offensive lines are this bad. Um, you know, and all through the offseason, all I heard was Greg Fry was, was a good hire. You know, he's going to bring big guys in. And, you know, he this and that. 
and you know, uh, and I know these are tricky, tricky guys in there, but uh, it don't seem like we got any better blocking uh, this year. Francois, honestly, to me, I think he played pretty good given the circumstances uh, and of the play calling that was given to him when we're only just throwing every pass is going behind the line of scrimmage. That's never a recipe for success. And uh, and, and it pretty much showed uh, in that game on, on uh, Monday night, um, you know, that side-to-side line crap. Uh, and then I thought, you know, what are these guys getting paid for? Walt Bell, the offensive coordinator. Uh, Cam Akers bust off an 85-yard run. We get down on the five-yard line, and on third down, we, we, first off, we, we stalled first and second down. We get the third down, and we try to run a, a wildcat with Cam Akers. Why? Like, why? And not to mention the run game had really been obsolete. It had been non-avoid all game long. And I just thought, why would we try that instead of keeping the ball in Francois' hands? Francois had three interceptions, but I thought he did a pretty good job. I thought most of those interceptions was because he was trying to um, make a big play because he knew that that we needed it, you know. So I thought he got a little greedy on on, on a few, overshot the receiver, Um you know, credit to to West Virginia. I mean, uh, Virginia Tech. They came out and they handled business on the road. Uh, you know, kudos to them. But you know, another thing Taggart said today, and a lot of people don't want to hear that when when your team played as bad as they played. You know, he came out today and said that he thought a lot of Virginia, the Virginia Tech players were faking injuries. Which you know, I'm an athlete, and you know, uh, I I I played ball before. And I know that's what our coach used to tell our um our defensive players. Listen, uh, if you hurt, just lay down on the field. We ain't giving them no time, you know, to, to run a play with you hurting, you know. So lay down on the field. Let us come get you. That give everybody a rest. And it, and it, that's what it kind of seemed like uh, Virginia Tech was doing. But I do I don't think that's the reason why. Uh, Florida State lost. I don't believe that's the reason why we lost the game. Uh, just poor execution, fumble, block, block, punt. Um, you know the interceptions. You know uh, the fumble by Naquan Murray uh, earlier in in the game. You know it, it, everything as a whole. I I think the missed field goal. You know there were so many things that I can point to on that team. I mean during that game to to say that's why we lost and not you know them faking the injury. So let. Let's not get that idea that that's what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, you know, I now in the defense, I thought the defense played very well given the circumstances that they were under all all night. Short field position, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, three and outs, two and outs. You know, I mean, you know, two and turnover. You know, so I thought the defense played pretty well. Uh, but you know, when you don't score uh, a touchdown on offense, it's kind of looking the same way that it looked last year. Where we wasn't scoring uh, offensive touchdowns, this is this is pretty pathetic. Um, uh, moving on, alone, man, to you know the the, the Miami LSU game. You know, uh, I I said on RTS Sports Live, I joked about it that listen, uh, all the ranked games that I picked this weekend. Excuse me, all the ranked games that I picked this weekend, I was oh I was zero and four on ranked games: Michigan, LSU, Florida State, um, Washington, and. Um, who was the other one? Washington, Michigan, yeah, Miami, and, and uh, Florida State. I was 0 for 4. The only two games I got right <laughs> over the weekend was the UCF. Obviously, that was a no-brainer. And honestly, the Alabama-Louisville, that was a no-brainer. That's, that's, 
That's too easy. But that's week one of college football. Uh, moving uh, moving along to week two in college football, we got some pretty meaningful games. Uh, normally week two, since you know, uh, strength of schedule has been a really big part of uh, college football lately. A lot of these the top teams in the Power Five conferences they normally schedule a good opponent in week one, so that way in week two they can kind of slack off before they you know start getting into their conference play or they tough out of conference uh, schedule. Uh, so this, this second week, you know, a lot of these teams are, um, they're going to be playing a bunch of cupcakes, but I think Clemson, we get a really good opportunity to, to see how, how, how good Clemson is going to be, um, this upcoming, uh, season where they got Jimbo Fisher and the, uh, Texas A&M Aggies, uh, visiting them. Now, I think Clemson is going to win this game. Let, let, let me be clear about that. I think Clemson win this game. Now, now, I think Texas A&M can compete. From what I've seen uh, them, um, you know, in the first week, I, you know, Jimbo, they started out kind of slow, but I thought I like the running back. Uh, I like the quarterback. Uh, ultimately, though, I think I think Trevor uh, Lawrence and, you know, Kelly Bryant and, and the crew – that defensive line for Clemson is nasty. They have one or two first-round draft picks every single year. Uh, and this year, led by Dominique Wilkins, that guy's an absolute beast. Uh, watch him to be disruptive all game long. Uh, that's that's definitely for sure. Uh, I, I think this is going to be too much for. Um, I think this is going to be too much for Texas A&M. Now, the one thing that um, the one thing, the one thing that uh. Texas A&M do have on their side is that they're playing at home, uh, you know, behind that 12th man. I just still think it's going to be too much. Their odds maker on ESPN got Clemson as a 12-point uh, favorite. I, mm, I I couldn't agree with that more, you know. 12, I, I, I see them winning by 12 to 17 points uh, this, this week. Uh, and I think Clemson is going to be the powerhouse. Uh, as I see now, Florida State is definitely no match for him. I uh, Miami is definitely no match for him. I think Clemson is going to win the ACC again. I think Dabo Sweeney. And this is, listen, man, people think I was just jumping on the Dabo uh, train and that I hated Jimbo because Jimbo was leaving. I've been saying this since 2009. 2009, uh, I was graduating high school. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I kind of know this situation Kind of closely, not close, but close enough. Um, And I always said that I don't like Jimbo Fisher. You know, do I I think he's a good recruiter. I think he can recruit, recruit his behind off. I just didn't think he was a good coach. Um, He did win one national championship at uh, Florida State back in 2013. But with that team, I mean, how could you lose? Um, You had three, three receivers over 1,000 yards. Uh, running backs thousand yards. Uh, the other one with like eight hundred yards. The Heisman, the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, I mean, a defense that was only that was shutting people out. You know, so I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it shouldn't be that hard to win that. That's why I say he's a good recruiter. He he can get the talent there. I just don't think he's that good of a coach. Uh, but he is four and four against Dabo Sweeney. So it's not like Dabo Sweeney has has you know, just walked over uh, Jimbo Fisher. And, I, I you know, I, I, I think the scoreboard is going to be a lot closer than what the game is actually going to be. I think ultimately uh, Clemson uh, pulled this one out. Um, 
and help the ACC out, I mean, just a little bit. Because, man, after week one, the ACC took a real big a real big hit. Uh, the ACC and the Big Ten, um, North, I believe it is, with Penn State and Michigan State both struggle. Um, you know, uh, so I think, I think Clemson pulled this one out. Moving on, Georgia – uh, ranked number three. They're gonna go to Columbia, South Carolina, to play the the twenty fourth ranked uh, Gamecocks. Now, listen, man, this is gonna be last week. Uh, neither team uh played anybody worth worth noting. But Jake Fromm was twelve or sixteen. Uh, two touchdowns. Um, quarterback for South Carolina. Um, slipping his name right now. Twenty two or twenty nine. Two hundred fifty yards. Four TDs. No picks. Uh, but like I said, they didn't play anybody last last week. This is definitely going to be a big test for them uh, this upcoming week. Uh, but they they do get the benefit of playing at home. Uh, I think Will Muschamp is a pretty good coach. Uh, he's going to have that defense swarming, which he's going to have to against Georgia. They you know they still have From and and they have Swift there. Uh, you know Swift is one you know uh, a Heisman Trophy um, you know uh, on the watch list. Uh, so and I think he's as good as back as anybody in the country. He was just overshadowed last year by Sony Michelle, and um, and uh, oh my God, Lord have mercy. I do this every time. Listen, I have it right in my head every time, and then, and then, boom, it 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 it, it leaves my head. But I guarantee you, I probably think about it in like five minutes. But um, yeah, he was just overshadowed last year. But they are facing a test with South Carolina. I do think this is the second best team that is in the uh, SEC uh, East. Uh, I don't think Florida did slide in there, but they played a cupcake. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to sustain that down the stretch. Uh, But at least their coach is needing them to do that. Um, And I just think, you know, I I think it's Georgia. This game right here is probably going to decide the SEC West right here. But all in all, I'm gonna go Georgia. I think Georgia will will win this game. Um, I think you know um, just the experience of From and Swift. I think those guys they have a lot of guys on that team from the national championship team. So you know it says a lot about a team that's that's already been there and done that. Although they didn't get it done, but they have that experience. They have that playoff experience. They have that big game experience, which is what you need. Uh, especially in a tough conference, uh, a conference uh, uh, matchup earlier in, in in the season, and this, like I say, this could decide the SEC East right here. Uh, this game uh, on Saturday night. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to Georgia to getting it done. I think I think Georgia just overmatched. Uh, I like Kirby Smart over Will Muschamp in 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 this um, matchup. Uh, no diss to Will Muschamp. I just think Kirby Smart is the real deal. I think Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs uh get it done in uh Columbia, uh South Carolina. Uh also uh we got number seventeen USC. They're gonna go on the road and play number ten Stanford on Saturday night at six thirty. Man, now you know USC has had a couple good runs back to greatness and then they fall off. Um you know it's like they always around, they always around, and then last minute when you need them to do something, uh, they don't, or they lose way too early in the season. I think this is another time where that happens, where they lose early in the season. I think just going on the road, uh, playing Stanford, um, you know, I think going on, on the road, I think, you know, in the opponent at Stanford, the history there, 
a con- another conference matchup right here. Uh, a little rivalry been going on, you know, the past six or seven years or something, you know, dating all the way back to Andrew Luck uh, or when uh, Harbaugh was at Stanford. Um, you know, I just think Bryce Love is going to be too much for him. Uh, he didn't do much last week, but I didn't think he needed to. Uh, their receiver, I believe it was uh, A.J. Um, what is his name? Um our Sega Whiteside, what he had a big monster game on six catches, 226 yards, uh, and uh, three touchdowns uh, last week. So I think, you know, he kind of spelled Bryce Love. Bryce Love should be ready to go for this game. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be pumped up, uh, ready to go to show off why, why he is a, a Heisman, uh, why he's on the Heisman watch list. Uh, I think he's going to be ready to go. I think he gets about 150 yards, uh, two touchdowns, about 20, 20, about 26 carries, 150 yards, two touchdowns, uh, somewhere up in there. I, I, I think he have a monster game. I think, you know, that's the way that they're going to control the clock. Stanford, that is. Um, and I think uh, uh, Shaw gets another win over um, over USC. Uh, I'm, I'm just not a believer in USC yet, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm just not. You know, plus, uh, you know, I think the mergers of Stanford uh, passing game could also help as well. Uh, so they can't just load up the box. Uh, this uh, Arcega Whiteside, he, you know, he lit him up last year uh, late in the game for like a 42 and then and then a 46 yard to set up a field goal to help win that game last, last year. So, you know, they're not going to be able to just load the box. Uh, and hope to stop Bryce Love. Of course, they're going to put more in the box. Pretty sure they're going to be locked up uh, man-to-man, uh, probably cover two all night, uh, daring them to throw the ball and, you know, not letting um, Bryce Love get off. But I but I believe he has a good game. 26 carries, 150 yards, two touchdowns. I think Stanford win the game uh, probably by, like, uh, I think by six points, six points. Um, moving right along to the NFL, man, the NFL uh, – Weeks, uh, the regular season starts this upcoming week. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we got the Atlanta Falcons facing the uh, facing the Eagles on um, facing the Eagles on um, on uh, Thursday night. Uh, the Eagles will start uh, Nick Foles. Uh, um, the um, they're they're not choosing to start uh, Wentz. I think they're you know they're being smart. Taking it, uh, taking it, taking it easy. And why would you want to rush him back right now when you know he he is the franchise? Uh, so I, I think I kind of like the move. As good as he looked, it still doesn't simulate people of the other team actually trying to go out there and hurt you. Not you know just to to hurt you, but you know they trying to hit you as hard as they can. You know it ain't no mercy. It's not like going to be your team where you're wearing rent wearing the red jersey and you know can't nobody even get near you and breathe your air. Uh, you know, I think gameplay is a lot different. Um, I think they're gonna be playing a Falcons team that's that's gonna be hungry. Uh, their defensive line is gonna be hungry. Um, you know, and they got a couple guys uh led by Vic Beasley uh on that defensive line that can get out to the quarterback. Uh, and Grady Jarrett, uh, another Clemson guy, as I talked about Clemson earlier about them putting pass rushers in the NFL. Grady Jarrett, you know, just was a terrorizer in that Super Bowl a couple years ago when they played the Falcons. I mean, when they played the um, the uh, the Patriots. Uh, I look for him and Vic Beasley to get after the quarterback all night. So I think this was a good move, not starting the foes. Um, 
I'm not gonna pick the game uh right here on this on this show. Uh, just stay tuned tomorrow as we pick some of the the big games. Stay tuned also on Sunday as we pick games on RTS Sports Live. Uh, uh, we're gonna come back tomorrow. Like I say, we're gonna make the picks on RTS Sports. RTS Sports Live tomorrow, 7.45 a.m. Uh, uh, Mountain Standard Time, 9.45 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, make sure you come around for Sunday also on RTS Sports Live so we can get some some game picks in. Um, also, uh, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Grand Hefe. Also at YouTube at Grand X Hefe. Uh, that's with a J uh, so you can get the, the shows. Um, thanks. Thank you guys for all the support. I see you guys tomorrow, RTS Sports, 745, Mount Standard Time.